Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 199. This episode is brought to you by the Tuttle Twins. If you're looking for amazing resources that will teach your kids, even your young kids, the principles of liberty, economics, the proper role of government, civics, you will love the Tuttle Twin books. My kids have really enjoyed them. And surprisingly, even my teens or my preteens loved the Tuttle Twins books made for the elementary age. And the great thing about that is because even if the comics and the, and the illustrations look, you know, really fun for kids, the topics and the information in the books are really deep. Honestly, I think I'm going to, I'm going to be right. When I say this, you as an adult have probably never learned these topics in school either. (laughs) So you will love the title twin books. Your kids will come back to them over and over. But even if you have older kids, they do have specific books for teens as well, including like a choose your own consequence series, which is a lot of fun. So check them out. They're always having awesome deals and sales. You can find them at 41more.com forward slash Tuttle Twins. Welcome to episode 199. You can find the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 199. Today we're chatting about de-schooling. Have you ever heard of the word de-school, maybe you've seen some social media posts where people comment and say, well, if you're pulling your kids out of school, you need to de-school for a bit. And you might be wondering, what in the world does that mean? And so that's what we're going to chat about today. De-schooling is what you do usually when you're pulling your child out of a traditional school, whether that is public or private. You can also use some of what we're going to talk about in de-schooling when you're first starting out as a homeschool family, even if your kids have never been to school. But typically, it is something that we would recommend for families in between homeschooling and traditional school. So if you are like, okay, my kids are coming home, I want to homeschool them. In other words, you don't just jump into, okay, here's your new curriculum and here's our new schedule and we're just doing school again. You actually need a little bit of a buffer, and that's what de-schooling allows you to have. So what does it mean? De-schooling allows your kids to experience the fact that learning doesn't have to take place with workbooks in a school classroom, right? Helps them to realize that the whole world can be their classroom, helps them realize the joy of learning just for learning's sake. Learning is enjoyable. We're not just doing it for a grade on a paper or to take a test, a de-schooling allows you to figure out what your kids are naturally interested in and allows you the time and allows them to t- the time to dive into that hobby or topic. 
And so if you find yourself homeschooling quickly where you're, okay, I'm pulling my kids home, don't feel like you need to have a plan and curriculum and all that. You actually can focus on de-schooling. The great thing is homeschool does not have to look like traditional school. In fact, it probably shouldn't. And if you try to replicate school at home, this is one of the ways you're actually working way harder than you need to when it comes to homeschooling. This is one of the things that frustrated homeschool parents when you kind of dive into their struggles and their frustrations, some of it ends up being they're trying to replicate what public school or traditional school, whatever, private school, what your brick and mortar school did, they're trying to do that at home. And that just frustrates everyone. De-schooling allows you to realize that you don't want to view everything from the lens of the way public school did it. Uh, The curriculum they used, the schedule they used, the educational philosophy they used. In fact, your whole educational philosophy is probably going to change. I went to school and got my undergrad degree in education. And I'm telling you, my whole educational philosophy has changed since homeschooling my kids. I was a public school classroom teacher. And honestly, I'm a better homeschool parent and teacher than I ever was in the classroom because my philosophy of education has changed. If I ever went back to the classroom, I'd be using homeschool philosophy in that classroom as much as possible because the traditional approach just isn't usually very good for most kids. And if you want a little crash course in this, you will love, look up on YouTube, John Taylor Gatto. He was a New York State Teacher of the Year several times, and he wrote the book Underground History of American Education. He basically became a proponent for pulling your kids out of the system. And so if you want to like really dive into that, look into his writings and look on YouTube and you can listen to him speak. But the point is, you know, especially if you're pulling a child out of a traditional school setting for negative reasons, whatever those are, and usually that is why you're pulling kids out, don't jump right into a rigid schedule, a curriculum you want to de-school. Get used to being at home together during the day. Let them have breathing room to get into hobbies and decompress. But you can still encourage lots of reading, creative play, get outside a lot, enjoy your new start, sleep in a little bit. We love homeschooling because we love to sleep in around here. And so that's kind of what a de-schooling is. It allows you to break out of the mold of public school or of private school, of traditional school, and allows you to get to know your kids, enjoy your kids, figure out how they learn best. So how does de-schooling work? Basically, you want to actually be a little bit of a detective during de-schooling. You want to realize that you are the best person to educate your child because you know them the best and you love them the best. And so if you have less stress for a few weeks because you're not worried about a curriculum or a a really tight schedule, it'll give you confidence as you get to know your child more. So if they've been at school away from you while they're learning you're going to need this time to really get to know your child because you haven't seen them during the day and seen how they learn. I mean, you probably have some clues, but you haven't really seen what happens. You know, how, what do they enjoy the most? How do they learn the best? What are their strengths and weaknesses in this area? If you want to learn more about the eight smarts, which are kind of like learning strengths, listen to episode 133, where we dive into that topic with Dr. Kathy Cook. 
let me give you a little sample list of things you could do while you're de-schooling. And I hope when you listen to this list, you'll realize that your kids will still be learning, but it's not going to look like what they do in school. So what about things like field trips? You could spend a whole semester or a whole month or two doing field trips that are kind of local to you and learning about your local history. I mean, like I live in Pennsylvania, we've got everything from Revolutionary War history to Civil War history to everything in between. There are so many great places to visit. So why don't you just immerse yourself in history, geography, culture, all this stuff from just right where you live? You can do things like visiting museums, uh, spending time at the library, just diving into some topics and getting a whole stack of books on what your kids want to learn about. Even if you feel like, oh, it's not academic, you know, they want to learn about, I don't know, crocheting or guitar or dinosaurs or whatever you might, some of those topics you might feel like, well, that doesn't feel like school, but this is what de-schooling is. Allow your kids to pursue stuff. So along those lines, pursue hobbies. Do they, or do they take an instrument? Are they interested in learning an instrument? Do they crochet? Do they work with their hands? Woodworking, allow your kids to go outside and build a fort. Like all of these things are perfect for doing during de-schooling. But then continue to encourage lots of reading. The beauty of homeschooling is you have time to actually read. When I look back at my childhood and I went to a Christian school, still, it was like, because I was at school all day. And then especially, you know, in my teen years, I was involved in sports and different after school stuff. It's like, I didn't have time to actually sit down and enjoy a good book and read. This is something that I really missed out growing up. It was like reading only happened really quickly if I had to finish a book for a book report, but I didn't ever get the time to sit and just enjoy reading. And so I think that's a gift we can give our kids. Give them lots of reading time. How about crafts? Your kids that naturally love to use their hands, go ahead and just go crazy with crafts. Go to the store, buy all the supplies and say, you know what? We are just going to let, we're going to do whatever we want this week. We're going to craft. Do you guys want to do that? Art, you know, do some art stuff, do crafts. Let them play lots of board games. It's amazing how many skills and critical thinking and and that kind of thing you can learn in board games. So you don't have to talk about what they're learning, but you as the mom will be able to see how they process information, how do they do with the board games, and they're probably going to learn some great, valuable skills while they spend all day playing some board games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I already mentioned letting them have time outside, do nature walks, let them go build forts, play outside, you know, build and create together, whatever that looks like for you guys. Physical activity, whether team sports, hiking, swimming, or just backyard play, all of that is wonderful and it's not a waste of time. And while you're de-schooling, your kids need that. They really do. What about things like cooking and baking? Those those are life skills. Can they learn how to make a meal? But it's also enjoyable. So bake some cookies and then sit down and watch a fun documentary. Documentaries are super interesting. So pick one along the lines of what your kids naturally are interested in. 
And then while you're de-schooling, go ahead and use that time to visit family and relatives. My kids always enjoyed asking grandparents about what it was like when they grew up and what family members, you know, tell me about different family members that are not alive anymore, you know, or what was your childhood like? What was the car that you drove? What did you do for fun? What was school like back then? Like, it's really fun to ask older relatives about these things. That's part of family history. When your kids are in school all day, you might not have time for that. But when you're de-schooling, you can make a fun activity out of visiting family and relatives, asking them questions, just spending time with them. So I hope I've given you a little perspective about the value of de-schooling if you're pulling your kids out of a traditional setting. Also, what de-schooling looks like. It's not necessarily them sitting and playing video games all day. You know, it can be very engaging and very much learning new things or honing skills they already have or just having fun and just getting lost in a book. Now, if you're looking for a resource for yourself so you can dig in more deeply and learn more about unschooling, I would recommend the book Unschooled, Raising Curious, Well-Educated Children Outside the Conventional Classroom, and that book is by Carrie McDonald. Carrie has a really great quote I love to share on my social media. She said, we need to let go of the notion of schooling, something someone does to someone else, and instead reclaim learning something humans naturally do. And I think if you could encapsulate the idea of unschooling, um, that would be it, right? Kids are naturally curious. They naturally want to learn. We need to put the right things in front of them so that they have the resources they need and the opportunities and experiences to learn. Whereas schooling and piles of worksheets and a teacher cramming information into your head, that's a whole different model. And that's not what we're after. So whether or not you you know, embrace the unschooling philosophy totally. I think there's still things we can learn from the method of the unschooling philosophy, but also as a great buffer between when you pull your kids out of a traditional school and actually start homeschooling, whatever that homeschooling ends up looking like, unschooling for a period of time is really helpful. So that book by Carrie McDonald is called Unschooled, and it would be a great one for you to pick up. So once you've had time to deprogram yourself and your kids have had time to deprogram themselves from a public school or private school setting, then you might be able to start figuring out, okay, what should homeschooling look like going forward? And you have the time to figure out what curriculum to use and resources and that type of thing. But the most important thing to know is your homeschooling does not need to look like the traditional school. It probably shouldn't. And give yourself the flexibility, the freedom, and the space to just find your own groove, find the schedule that works for you, figure out your kids' strengths and weaknesses so you can craft a really customized education that will be better for them than anything they could get in a traditional school setting. Make sure you check out the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 199. Thanks for joining us today. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.